Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode with your girl Sincerely Shatasia. So we're actually going to be discussing in this episode, um, we're actually going into a new series. Girl, what am I talking about? We're going into a new series called the Mind Regulator Series. So we're going to be talking about the ignorant mindset. Ooh, how many of y'all ignorant in God's word? Or you know someone who's ignorant in God's word? Now don't get offended because ignorant just means lack of knowledge. But we about to go in y'all, so stay tuned. All right, guys, so we about to start. Um, so before I begin, I want to open up in prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for life. We thank you for another day to take time out of our busy days and make room for you, Father. I pray that this word does not fall upon deaf ears and may your listeners receive this message and discern what is of you and also what is of the enemy. I rebuke any distractions discouraging thoughts and any doubt that the enemy may use to stop your people from receiving this powerful and wonderful word. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. So if you're in agreement with that, you can say amen. So in order for us to understand the ignorant mindset, I want to focus on this question. Where is your seed sown? And you're going to understand what I mean by that, because we have to re-sit back and reflect on a reality and we have to have an honest moment with God. Um, we're going to look at four different mindsets when it comes to receiving God's word during this series. As I discuss this passage, I would like everyone to reflect on how you read the Bible and how you retain the information you've read. Um, so four questions I want to ask quickly. Do you get frustrated due to lack of understanding when it comes to reading your Bible? Do you also read and study the Bible thoroughly? Do you meditate on what you've read in the Bible? Do you pray before you read the Bible? These questions will determine what mindset you have when it pertains to learning God's word and applying it to your life. Now, we always have to make sure that we have our discernment on point like a decimal. So we have to learn how to guard our minds and our hearts from the attacks from the enemy because he is lurking, y'all. He's out to get us. He is cutthroat. He ain't playing no games and we ain't playing no games with him either. So we have to make sure our discernment is on, on point like a decimal because we have to be out here on the swivel when he be trying to throw his little fiery darts of the doubt, denial, excuse me, doubt, denial, and deceit, okay? So um, I just want to give a quick background story about um, this passage. So when Jesus was at the Sea of Galilee, a large crowd approached him. So he went into a boat, which he used as his pulpit, and told them the parable of the farmer scattering seeds. Now this crowd was filled with people who remained uncommitted, which were unbelievers, to, Je to Jesus. They didn't believe him. So Jesus taught and spoke in parables. Now a parable is just Jesus' way of communicating through a story in order to teach a moral or a spiritual lesson. So I'm going to be focusing 
um, out of the book of Matthew chapter 13. I'm going to read the entire parable that Jesus said. So starting at verse three in the New Living Translation, he told many stories in forms of parables such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. He scattered them across the field. Some seeds fell on a footpath and birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlining rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon withered under the hot sun and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as, as has been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. So that's the parable that Jesus spoke. Now, I'm reading under the New Living Translation, and because this series is focusing on um, getting our minds regulated, and this episode is focusing on the ignorant mindset, I want to help um, you all with different translations of the Bible, because the New, um, excuse me, the King James Version, I honestly don't think God talks like that, because I get lost in that type of translation. So um, the New Living Translation is good. That's my go-to. Also the English Standard Version, the Amplified Version, the Message Bible, um, just to name a few. So anyone who's, you know, looking for a good translation to get a better understanding, just to put it in layman's terms, um, those are some good translations that you can look at and understand, especially the Message Bible because I hope y'all ready because the Message Bible don't be playing no games. It be telling it straight up. I be like, dang, you got a translator like that though? But anyways, all right. So getting back into this parable where Jesus spoke to this crowd, we're going to be focusing on verse four where it says, he scattered them across the field and some fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate them. Now he also ended this parable saying anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. And I'm pretty sure we all have been around some people who just have selective hearing and don't want to listen to understand, but listen to respond. So this is where Jesus is coming from. In order for us to obtain knowledge, we have to be willing to understand. And we can't understand if we're not listening. So I want to explain this parable um, at least this verse, because we're going to be focusing on this verse for this for this episode. Um, when it talks about he scattered um, the seeds, he was referring to um, a few different things here. So let me back up and read um, verse three, where it says, listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds and he scattered them across the field and some seeds fell on footpath and the birds came and ate them. Now, when he's referring to a farmer, the farmer is a metaphor that represents God or Jesus. Now, the seed is a metaphor that represents God's word, which is his message to his people about salvation, okay? 
Now the footpath is basically the ground. So the ground is a metaphor that represents a person's heart. The burrs is a metaphor that represents the enemy. Now, when I say ignorant mindset, a lot of people who are ignorant don't understand what the word ignorant means. Um, but ignorance simply means a lack of knowledge, training, or unwilling to learn. So this is why I named it the ignorant mindset because when some people are listening to God's word, they are unwilling to be um, trained and not yielding to God's word and what it's saying to them and allowing it to speak to their heart. So listening to God's word requires our hearts and minds to be open to receive what he is saying to us. Um, he's speaking to us directly. He's speaking to our circumstances and he's also speaking to our lifestyle. Now, when we're focusing on an ignorant mindset, we also have to look at the heart posture because the broken hearted person will struggle with this a lot. And I'm pretty sure you all can relate or you came across a person who was so broken and so bitter and battered that they did not want to listen to anyone. They didn't want to receive anything. You couldn't tell them nothing. They just was stuck in their own ways, had selective hearing, didn't care what you had to say. They were just not with it. And, you know, this is pertaining to that type of person. Now, when we all come into this relationship with Christ, we all, new con converts, are falling into this category, most of them, I would say, because when something is new and you're coming from a world where you've been damaged, you're, you're, you know, you're in pain, your heart is broken, you know, you, you kind of don't want to listen to anyone else's words, especially when everyone else's words were letdowns and filled with broken promises. So a person naturally will turn away from that. So this is why I say the brokenhearted person will struggle with this a lot because their heart is so broken. Um, in Psalm 34, David tells us that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he rescues those who spirits are crushed now your faith can't grow if your seed is not planted in soil which means when you hear god's words you must listen to understand don't let it fall on deaf ears or have a closed heart or mind because that allows the enemy to come and swoop anything that god is trying to place on your heart anything that he's trying to answer he may be trying to answer a prayer or um, show you a way out of your situation. But because you are so brokenhearted, and the Bible refers it to a stony heart, um, that's why Jesus used that footpath, the ground, because it's stone, it's hard, it's concrete. You know, culture says a flower can grow out of concrete, but the word says it can't. So, you know, you have to have soil because you can't grow anything on concrete. You know, that's plain and simple. You can spread as many seeds as you want on concrete. Go outside, put some seeds on concrete, and let the rain, sun, and stuff. And look, it's still going to dry up. Worms going to be on it. It's just going, it's going to be a mess. Ain't no plant, ain't no rose going to grow out of that concrete. It's just going to be a dried up piece of soil. That's, I mean, a dried up piece of seed that's just dirty, okay? You know, so it ain't going to grow. And that's what God is saying. You know, if you're not planting your seed of faith, in my word 
and allowing it to change you, then the enemy has every has a lot of rooms to come in and to distract you, to deceive you, to, you know, do what he wants to do, you know, have his way with you. Um, so God's word is meant to convict us, which means correct us. God does not come to condemn, but he comes to correct. Um, God's word is meant to comfort us. There are so many encouraging things in the Bible that helps us during hardships and persecutions. It's also meant to complete us. When we look at 2 Timothy verse, um, excuse me, 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 16 and 17 at the English Standard Version, it says all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God or woman of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So what God is showing you, it may hurt you because it's not what you want, but God knows better. God has better for you and he's trying to prepare you to receive better because if you look back over your life and the choices that you have made, whether it was poor career choices, poor, poor relationship choices, or just poor financial choices, you know that you know, you may have to just humble yourself and come to God and allow God to show you some things because, you know, our way is not the Lord's way. You know, his word says our thoughts are not his thoughts. His thoughts are higher than ours. Our ways is not his ways. His way is better than ours. You know, he makes our crooked path straight. So, you know, when we focus on John 10, 10 tells us that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy's goal here is to steal God's message from your heart. This is done by distractions, deception, and discouragement. The enemy aims to kill us um, by taking our souls, whether you're lost or found. The enemy wants to destroy your chances to find freedom in Jesus and in God's word. So, you know, just to reiterate you know if you have that ignorant mindset and you're not willing to yield to God's word if you come to church or if you listen to a sermon or if you have a friend who simply is just well grounded in God's word and has a strong relationship with Jesus and you just ignore their advice you don't know what God placed on their heart to tell you because of what you've been praying for what you've been going through he sends people in your life and he sends things in our in our life to help us, you know, get to a path that is righteous and not wicked. And the enemy will try to do whatever he can to kill, steal, and destroy that word from being delivered to you, even if he's using you. So this is what Jesus is explaining to, you know, or telling um the crowd because he actually doesn't explain it to the crowd if we leave further on he actually explains it to the disciples when one of the disciples asks him what does that mean and this is exactly you know what he's saying to them so just to give us some encouragement you know david wrote in psalms 51 create a clean heart O god and renew a right and steadfast spirit within me because if you you can't um receive god's word if your heart is not in it 
okay so you have to make sure your heart is willing to receive and be open to god's word and allow your mind to be um transformed and renewed with his word and then your heart will be steadfast your heart will continue to be confident and you will have joy and peace and understanding and god will give you the wisdom that you need so i thank you all for listening and i greatly appreciate all your support and if anyone has any questions please feel free to contact me um you can hit me up um at you know, sincerely Shatasia on Instagram, Facebook at Shatasia White. You can even shoot me an email at kingdomwithinemp at gmail.com. Please don't forget to subscribe and share. I pray you all stay blessed and healthy and may the Lord keep you until next time. And remember, kings and queens, always keep your head up so your crown doesn't fall. Stay blessed. Deuces.